As they descend deeper into the jungle, the bedraggled and damp adventurers walk in silence. Horse flicks their ear to repel a buzzing mosquito. Before them traipses Desta, the short lizard folk who keeps glancing backwards anxiously. Pia, the Aracocra, looks attentively in all directions, while still seeming quite at ease. And leading the way is Dejante, the enigmatic white and black striped Leonin. Trying to find answers for why they were attacked and their airship sent cascading into the jungle, they follow the map found on one of their attackers. Horse is suddenly pulled from their thoughts back to the present when they are forced to stop abruptly, nearly stumbling, because they see that Desta, Pia, and Dejante are already standing still, looking at a strange tall creature with rubbery gray skin holding a metal and wood staff. Ah, yes, you're the contacts, eh? Splendid. Took you bloody long enough, but, well, not everyone values punctuality, I suppose. Probably cultural. Nevertheless, I presume you have the agreed-upon items. Here's a thing that I need to do. At this moment, we're gonna... We're gonna do an experiment. You are currently in front of a very large, eight or nine foot tall creature who is expecting something of you. Yeah. Since you all barely know each other and didn't have time to make a plan, I think everything we say and do is going to be in game for now. Okay. And I have a couple of complications planned to keep things interesting. Um, some of those are just going to happen, but if we start engaging in meta table talk, I'm not going to say anything, but I'll add another complication. <laughs> I'm also going to let you know that you are going to be just a little bit outclassed. So a fight is probably a bad idea. Cool. Cool. We all cool with that? Sounds good. Yep. Excellent. I, um, after this character asks us for our things... I'm for sure going to, like, make myself even smaller, take a little step back, make sure they're not looking at me for an answer. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to um, to kind of, like, inspect them and see if I can find anything. It seems like they're wearing a uniform. Like, are there any symbols or anything I know about it? Interesting. Um, roll me an investigation check. That's an 11. Four plus seven. <laughs> cool. You have a vague familiarity with uh, the appearance of this creature, but you can't quite put your finger on it. The uniform they are wearing looks completely alien to you. Mm -hmm. The um, metal and wood stick that they are holding, the, the sort of staff that they're holding, also looks very strange to you. Um, they're not holding it like they're going to be casting magic. They're holding it like, like a spear, but it is very clearly not a spear. <laughs> like they're poised to spear. Uh, they're, just... they're not holding it aggressively, okay. but like they have not been holding it like it's for using to do magic. Uh, Pia's gonna say, "Of course, right here," and they're gonna reach into Horse's saddlebag and grab the box and just kind of hand it up. 
<clears throat> I think as soon as you start getting in the saddlebags, uh, the creature is going to sort of put up a hand and be like, no, no, not, not here. Come follow me. <laughs> They lead you down a meandering series of branches to a wide clearing next to a sizable stream at ground level. There are broken branches and a deep, long gash in the ground, and what looks like a large, damaged sailing vessel at the end. There are charred areas where fires or explosions have damaged the jungle nearby. There are also several makeshift tents arranged in regimented rows. The creature leads you uh, into this little camp, um, and gestures for you all to go in one of the largest tents. Okay, well, I want to look around this tent. Is there anybody else here? Um, you can't see inside the tent yet. Um, they didn't hold the flap. But yeah, around you see uh, a few other um, creatures that look just like this one. They're, they're almost identical copies, but you can see like little variations that show that there are individuals. Are they wearing a similar... Yes, all of them are wearing um, various outfits that are very, again, like regimented, very organized, very orderly, uh, very crisp. Um, they all have epaulets. And you see that um, as you approached the camp, there were a few others who were holding these sort of wooden metal staffs that waved you in. And you see a few others that are walking around. Is there any language anywhere? written or Rit being spoken no yeah there's there's nothing that you see that's written down um and yeah they're they're speaking common um i would like to offer whatever wisdom i may have and try to read the body language of our guide and try to perceive any um danger in the what they are carrying or how they are moving whether we should before we cross a threshold into this tent absolutely make me an insight check I'll help. Um, oh, insight. Sorry, I thought it would be perception. What's that? Insight. Okay, oh, plus six. And the thing about helping is you'd have to talk to each other about it, and you're in front of this person. Mm. Can't help. I got a nat 11, 17 total. 17 total? Yeah. Cool. Um, this person looks like they are very much just like going through the movements of their responsibilities they they are almost not paying attention to you um they were clearly sent somewhere to to meet uh mm. and then their instructions seem to have been to bring you back and so like they are not <laughs> like fully mm. present in the moment not comforting um i would like to use my divine sense to be able to detect good or evil around me cool will you read that to me as an action, you can detect good and evil. At the end of your next turn, you can sense anything affected by the hallow spell or know the location of any celestial fiend undead within 60 feet. So I think you get the ticklings of something fiendish in the jungle, but that is not necessarily unusual there is all kinds of bad stuff like all over the place but um you don't get anything that would set off any alarms within the camp and then i would like to uh turn around to our creature guide person mm -hmm. and use some persuasion okay and i would like to uh use my charm and my 
fluffy, fluffy silver hair to tell them that (laughs) I am excited to finally be here and ask them, what do they think I should do first and second upon my arrival? (laughs) (laughs) If you were visiting such a wonderful place as this, what would you do first? And then what would you do immediately after that? The best things. Please. Okay, uh, roll me persuasion. <laughs> I rolled a 23. Wow. <laughs> oh, for those listening at home, I have a devilish grin on my face. Oh. <laughs> Both in and out of character. Yes. <laughs> yes. I said, no, no, no. I want to be perfectly clear. I said that in character. <laughs> The creature uh, looks at you and goes, "You, you, it is a very nice camp. It, um, I, um, the first thing you should see is the inside of this tent to take care of your business. Uh, after that, um, we have a very nice." Uh, Mess hall in in the food tent. Um, our uh, spelljammer ship is in uh, very good. Uh, well, it is in disrepair at the moment, but it should be nice to look at. Uh, <laughs> and then, if you would like to look at anything else or ask us any questions, I suppose uh, I would be happy to show you around. Or. But first, you should go into the tent. <laughs> That's wonderful. Um, uh, what happened to your ship? I think when um you ask that, uh, they just sort of gesture at the big gash um going through <laughs> the jungle. Oh, um, <laughs> and <laughs> sort of leave you to uh, work things out yourself. Oh, that was that was yours. Um, I could fix that. No, we have uh. We, we we have people for that. It, uh, this is a minor problem. We're going to get it taken care of. Okay. Just let me know. And, um, thank you. F- uh, are all of the people here so d- d- talky? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, horse has to answer this. <laughs> We're we're a very communicative people. It's it's it helps morale. It helps team building to to communicate a lot and stay stay in touch. All right, and this uh, this creature gets sort of a a thoughtful expression and nods. I'm going to take some um, hesitating but trying to look confident, shuffling clopity clop steps towards the tent now. Oh, I myself was going to kind of walk away and try to look around just to, like, see what they'll do. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm just a curious little kid, you know? Mm -hmm. Pia's going to, like, spread their wings and kind of, like, try to keep an eye on Desta so they can, like, go behind their wings, like, around the tent just to, like, shield them from sight a little bit. Ooh. I wasn't trying to sneak away, but now... (laughs) If you want see to what I, see if I can. I mean, there's a bunch of uh, gray creatures in jackets around. So. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, so you're going to try to just sort of like stealthily back up and look around and... No, I wasn't trying to be stealthy. I cool. was going to probably like look at the gash in the jungle that they just pointed me to and just be like, uh, oh, yeah. I'm like kind of walk towards it. Like I'm really interested in it because I just want to see how they're going to react. And Pia, you're you're just sort of trying to read into what Desta is doing and give them just a little bit of sort of cover. Is that right? Yes, that's right. Okay. Um, roll me a stealth check. While you're doing that, I'm going to stop taking little steps and just try to look at nothing. Um, oh, okay. Thank God. I it, It's a seven, but I thought it was a one. Uh, so with my bonus, it's actually a 12. I think it like, doesn't really help very much, but it also doesn't really obscure very much. Um, <laughs> like the, the person who was standing there assumes that you're just sort of like stretching. <laughs> Yeah. And so, you know, it's like, it's sort of a total wash. Nobody thinks you're trying to do anything bad, but you didn't actually help very much. <laughs> so like ideal situation yeah. for, uh, for a 12. Story of my life. <laughs> Desta, as you start following the, the gash and looking around, I assume you're still not walking far, but, no. um, I think you do have to take a few steps, um, you know, like maybe 10 ish feet. Uh, just to sort of start going in that direction. As you start getting close to the edge of the camp, um, the couple of creatures that are sort of at the perimeter nearest to you turn and look at you, um, in a way that's like, before I let you leave, I'll probably need to check and see what my orders are. Hmm. Um, but like, they're not doing anything aggressive to you. Okay. Okay. I'm going to just kind of like, hover around that sort of edge of the camp looking away <laughs> so maybe everyone else is walking in i don't know the the creature who is gestured at the tent is going to say um do you do you understand what uh tents are because this uh, uh contraption uh made of fa- fabric uh canvas uh has a has a door and um do you know doors you can go in them and um in this one is a, t- a table and at that table we will uh proceed with our uh, <clears throat> business um yeah it's in it's in here i know what tents are thanks again as i was saying i'm a very skilled mechanic anyway if you don't <laughs> want my help i just i here is the tent, but you're walking in the other direction, and no, no, um, excuse me, you creature, and they gesture at horse, and they say, you, you started walking in this direction, but did not, this is most peculiar. I'm, I am 80% sure that I know what a tent and a table is, so I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> And they um, they hold open the flap of the tent and sort of gesture for you to go inside. Okay. Do we see just a table? You just see a table. <laughs> All right. I'm going to do a casual flip of my mane so I can look over my shoulder and check nice. out whether y'all are coming in the tent with me. I'm going to kick a rock. Pia will kind of will start walking towards the flap and, and go in. Um, they're gonna they're gonna stop on the way and say, "So, you call this a 
adore? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Uh, for for ingress and egress, um, it, on this, do you have buildings? Egress, you know, I have a couple cousins who are egresses. <laughs> 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 um the uh the creature just sort of does that thing where they they pinch the bridge of their nose but their nose is very broad so they have to use both of their hands to do it but it's a gesture you still recognize uh he is gonna stop pressing their luck and go in the tent i'll follow yeah same i'm gonna like kick a rock dramatically like a child and then, uh, and then come in the the creature who you were talking to uh, says, um, "Well, I I will go and uh, get uh, my commanding officer. I, I, you stay here, please." Excuse me. What was your name? Uh, my name is Wilfred. Wilf Wilfred. Okay. Thank you for escorting us, Wilfred. <laughs> we shall uh, enter the egress. <laughs> and they uh very quickly just sort of walk out of the tent you you all i guess have i don't know about 60 seconds if you need to uh chat amongst yourselves or anything like that yo what are we supposed to have what are we supposed to give these these creatures I think it must be what's in the anything? box. That's the. Uh, it's either that or something we don't have. So what? it's either the box or we should run away. Who has the box? I don't have anything. A uh, horse has the box. Horse, you have the box. Okay, I thought that Pia, you took it out of. I, I, I was going to, but they started me. to. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, yes. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I'm going to turn my long neck and delicately. You can tell I've practiced this a lot. Open my little saddlebag and nudge the object out onto the table, the little metal box. And then I step back. I don't want to take the lead on this at all. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, also don't. What did they say when we first, when they came upon us and they were like, you're the, the who? The contacts, I think. Pia was like, sure. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. You're the contacts. Uh, and I presume you have the agreed upon items. Items. Yes, so that that implies more than one. Probably this. They're probably looking for the stone. Maybe the maybe the map. Hard to say. I just want to go home. This has been a really bad day at work. Oh no! I don't know any of you, and I don't know what contacts you guys are. What I, items I, were you supposed to bring? To be clear, we're we're also not the contacts. Not as far as I know, none of us are the contacts. We're just. Trying not to get hurt or arrested. <laughs> one day I'll know the honor of being a contact for something, but today isn't that one. <laughs> right, you hear uh, <clears throat> uh, that seems to be someone announcing that they are about to enter the tent. You see someone enter the tent that looks almost identical to the previous uh, creature, but they have more things on their uniform. Uh, and they look like they might be just a little bit taller. And they say, mm -hmm, hello, yes. Uh, I suppose, uh, negotiations are all completed. So, um, 
we are fetching uh, the items that you requested, um, and they should be here in just a few moments. Bertram, Bertram, get the... <laughs> Bertram will be here momentarily. <laughs> I am Alistair, and uh, please be seated. Um, do you need r- r- refreshments? Yes. 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 <laughs> Bartholomew, um, bring in water. Um, and after a few minutes, a uh, third creature comes in, looks very uh, nearly identical, but is wearing far fewer things on their uniform. They are holding a tray that has a pitcher and several glasses. They put a glass in front of everyone, fill it full of water. They say, well, thank you. Um, now I believe it is time for you to produce the items from your end of the bargain. I would like to make sure that we don't waste any time, because I can tell that you are very, very busy creatures. Uh, would you mind clarifying, for we have several items in our possession, which ones we're supposed to give to you, and which ones we're supposed to deliver to our um other friends? <laughs> nice. Roll Deception. 21. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, just getting away with everything tonight. <laughs> well done. They say, uh, you, you are supposed to be producing three, uh, creatures, uh, arconophages, and, uh, a few pounds of saltpeter. Ooh. And then they'll they'll gesture at the uh, container and say, "I presume the creatures are in here." Uh, yes, I I presume so as well. Sorry, presume. Am I saying that right? I believe it's presume. Are you not aware of if there are arcanophages in this container? We we wanted to make sure we were taking appropriate precautions because we know they can be very dangerous. <laughs> Did your precautions? Include making sure the arcanophages were present. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, you see this creature look uh, visibly flustered, and it is very rapidly turning to frustration. So, I suppose it's time that we let the arcanophage out of the bag. <laughs> Shall we? <laughs> Uh, why don't you do the honors? Yes. Go ahead yes. there, uh, DeJounte. No, no, no. Uh, you were uh, the one, I think, that Al- was prepared. Alist- Alistair, feel free to investigate <laughs> here in front of us at possibly a safe distance. Horse. <laughs> you feel a twitch. Coming from uh, something you are wearing. <gasps> and it uh, it takes a large amount of your attention. Do me a favor and roll me a perception check. Okay. <laughs> Aw, not seven, so we're at 13. <laughs> you notice a twitch, but you don't have any real context for it there's a little suspicion in the back of your mind but you know that your current situation requires all of your attention i think i might be distracted currently by my 
um, instinctive, my instinct to protect all small creatures, even dangerous creatures that might fit into a small box, wondering if we have done something terrible by delivering our conophages, whatever the heck those are. <laughs> while, while we're here, does, uh, does anybody have a good, like, history or nature score? Want to see if you might know what these creatures are? Well, that would be great. <laughs> uh, I could do a history check. I've got a plus four nature. Yeah, my history is plus six. Can we both roll? Because we can't talk about it, so. Yeah, that's fine. Damn it, I got an at one. <laughs> oh, I got no idea. Actually, I think I think that our conophages are like a fish creature <laughs> that um that flies. Yeah. Is our conophage that's what they're called? How do you spell phage? P H A G E. So there may be speakers of history or spell. Something that eats or magic. Eaters. <gasps> yep. Eaters. Yep. Oh. Scary. PM might know that just like linguistically, because they have done some of that kind of study. <laughs> I could probably do a history if. Yeah, anybody that wants to. Okay. I'll help. Dathan, you can just do a roll. Rolls are standing on, on their own at the moment. Oh. I got a net 20. Wow. Nice. I got a 17. Cool. Um, y'all both know <laughs> that arcanophages are these slug-like creatures that look sort of like those sea slugs that sort of like move their wings to float through water, except they do it in the air. And yeah, <laughs> they uh, eat magic. I was right. They're kind of like a fish that flies. Whoa. <laughs> but I'm thinking of like a carp <laughs> with wings. Cute wings. So they're like airborne due to branches or waterborne. Uh, is there water in this tin? Have we heard any sloshing? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. Um, you are uh, kind of close to a sort of a wide stream. Um, <laughs> right. But yeah, these, these arcanophages move through the air. Um, so were one of you going to try to open this container? Or you were trying to get... Um, Alistair. Who all are Alistair? <laughs> yeah, I think we were we were trying to get them to do it. Alistair is going to say, "This is most irregular." Well, we shan't open the container inside the tent. We must. Oh, but if we open it outside the tent, they could. Where is the salt, Peter? Well, <laughs> oh, the salt, Peter. Was that for you guys? Oh shoot! Oh, Dagnabbit! <laughs> I, I don't think I brought it. Did you bring it? Anyone? Uh, oh no! It might have gotten lost when the the ship crashed. We might have to go back to the ship and get it, and then come back. So. We could just leave, and then we'll see you in a few minutes. Make me a deception roll. <laughs> that is a 16 plus 3, 19. Excellent. I think the win you get from this is... They don't decide you are intentionally being deceptive, but rather that you're idiots. Um, and Great. that's. That's what I was going for. I'll take it. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, and that's a, that's a big win yeah. at the moment. <laughs> So are they going to let me go back and get it? No. (laughs) (laughs) Alistair will say, You haven't the saltpeter? You believe that you have the arcanophages, but you are hmm, unsatisfactory, unsatisfactory. Well, I, I mean, I'm happy to go back and get it, and you guys can come with me, but do you have our things? As you say that, two more people enter carrying a couple of sort of small crates. And as they come in, Alistair looks at them and uh, shakes his head and sort of beckons them to take the things back out. Can we inspect them somehow? Are they totally opaque crates? Uh, Yeah, they are wooden crates. Can't see between the slats at all? By crates. Roll me investigation. Let's uh, let's see what kind of slats these have. Damn it. I have plus seven to investigation. <laughs> I rolled a three. Um, you can see that they are very well-constructed wooden crates that do not have slats that uh, would let you see what was inside. All right, I'm going to say, uh, those are some nice crates. That's all. Yes, uh, we pride ourselves on having... Quality building materials. Um, I do not believe your employer has taken our negotiation seriously. Uh, I believe it is uh, perhaps time for us to call this meeting to a close. Around that moment, horse... (laughs) You feel another vibration, but it's coming from a different place. And you hear a voice in your head. Silsha, Silsha, are you finished with the trade? How did it go? Oh. Well, that's the stone. (laughs) And also, of course, you are the only person who can hear this. And you can answer just sort of with telepathy if you want. Hello, I am horse. Who's Sersha? (laughs) This. You didn't think I'd have a clever answer. (laughs) Why are we surprised? You did. You did. Sersha, is that you? It's no time to fool around. I have been called a fool before, and I've been told that's not nice. Um, um, I can try to help you find your Zersha friend. What is your name? The connection goes dead. Oh, damn. (laughs) I don't know whether I've been saying this in my head or out loud. This has been a very disorienting experience. (laughs) Um, I'm just blushing and no one knows why. I'm just embarrassed. Hello, this is Brian Osaurus, your Cloudhaven DM. The past couple of weeks have been busy, busy, busy. As a result, this episode is launching a day late, but we have a lot of exciting stuff in the pipeline, and I hope that makes up for it. If you're listening to these episodes as they come out, you'll want to get your calendar, because I have a pretty special announcement to make. Saturday, December 3rd, is Utah Authors Day. And I am going to be at the Legendarium Bookstore in Salt Lake City, where three local authors have agreed to play a very short one-shot, hosted and DM'd by yours truly. 
I'll be there with Alex J. Lore, Sophia Pasternak, and Brian Young, who will all be there with copies of their books ready to sign. For more information, see the link in the episode notes. American Thanksgiving is coming up soon, and I hope you get to be surrounded by delicious food and wonderful people. Sometimes it's hard to remember to be thankful when so much in the world seems to be going wrong, so take some time to appreciate the good things. But it's not time to eat yet. Our adventurers are in a really precarious situation. Can they escape unscathed? Let's find out. Horse. You feel another rumbling, this time from an entirely different... No, this time from the same place that you felt the first vibration. It is pulsing a little stronger, and then you hear a sort of um, unmistakable sound of of something that sounds sort of wood or sort of ceramic uh, fracturing just a little. Oh. Um, I inspect my body and notice that the large, spirally conical wooden thing hanging around my neck, which I will privately recall I had broken off of a tree several days ago, is starting to tear asunder. And um, I see glistening, glimmering iridescence in the shadows within. That is correct. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Do we hear it? Make a perception check. In fact, hang on. I'm just going to look at your passive perception because that's a thing. Okay. Yep. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the reasons that you don't hear it is because the creature in front of you named Alistair is saying, mm-hmm. I do believe uh, we have wasted enough, quite enough of mm-hmm. one another's time here. Um, for our troubles, I believe we will be keeping this container that may or may not have the arcanophages that are supposed to be here. And, um, I do, uh, wish all of you a very good day. No, we can't give you the arcanophages without... walk away, good friend, (laughs) dear friend, let us... Further investigate. You need econophages, and we have no clue what could possibly be in this box. It's not if it's not an econophage, it could be a, a a desperate, hungry creature of some sort. We'd hate to burden you with such a thing unless the trade is complete. Why don't you let us hold on to that, and then we shall uh, pursue the econophages uh, that you are looking for? Yes, of course. Roll wow. persuasion sixteen. That one is not quite high enough. Blast it all! They uh, picked up the container, they twist it open, and out of it you see three small sort of slugs just sort of float out of it. You recognize them as juveniles, but you also know that the regular ones are, are, you know, in the neighborhood of five-ish feet long. So you're (gasps) glad they're juveniles. As that happens, uh, they start to sort of float around the tent, and there is another very loud, piercing crack that now all of you hear, and all of you look at Horse. And as you look at Horse, you see long black tentacles starting to shimmer out of the burl that was around their neck. Um, They're sort of black, but then they sort of purple and green shimmer. How long are they? They're not super long. 
the tentacle sort of uh, like one or two feet <gasps> at the longest. That's like almost as tall as me. <laughs> I'm going to cower. I'm going to run away from horse and like try to get on the other side of the tent. How, uh, horse, how was this connected around your neck? Um, by a uh, long, a length of elk fur spider silk hybrid thread that was wrapped several times along the cone and then tied around my neck, um, kind of nestled against my chest. Uh-huh. And I would just like to note that as much as a horse's expression can, um, convey both horror and dread and fear, as well as the anime sparkly eyes of <laughs> adoration and witnessing a miracle. That's what's going on on my facial features right now. Perfect. As that is happening, um, it begins to sort of float up in front of you and it is, it is floating sort of in front of your face with uh, seven or eight sort of shimmery tentacles in front of it. And then the string that is going around your neck sort of like, rises up your neck and over your head and um, it goes up and it cracks one more time very widely and sort of half of it, the top half just sort of like splinters Mm. and about 15 tentacles that go from about six inches to about two feet um, spread out of it and then it sort of like moves a little bit like a nautilus to float back and sit on top of your head and its little tentacles curl around your ears and under your chins like a little uh, strap for a helmet. What do you do? Uh, I am positively quivering with the bizarre sensation of what is happening and also the excitement and fear. I am stock still. I think um, I'm trying to look at it, but I can't. I'm catching little um, glimpses of the ends of its tentacles. Um, and I feel like the tentacles are seeing me back and we are just kind of locked in this little moment of greeting. You feel sort of a sensation wash over you. And it's one of sort of like peaceful curiosity. Oh. It sure is. <laughs> <laughs> but this this one, of course, is, is coming from outside you, mm-hmm. right? You feel it mm-hmm. uh, coming from the source of the little thing that's on your head. Um, you look up, though. And you see the arcanophages have sort of fled into the corner of the tent and are sort of up uh, away from it. And Alistair is pointing there. They also have a wood and metal staff that they are pointing directly at you and the thing on your head. Mm. Mm -hmm. They say, what in the blazes is that? Alistair, we said not to open the box. We said not to open the box. We said something might happen. But would you listen? No. And now look what happened. This is a thing. This is a thing that has happened. So I went to cower in a corner when uh, this thing erupted. Mm -hmm. Um, Can I, like, push out under the tent? Uh, Make a stealth roll. Jesus. Um... I have a plus five. Do I, can I get advantage or something? Because, like, so many things are happening. What I was going to say is, at that moment, Alistair is probably going to shout, Bertram, Beaumont, Tennyson, get in here on the double. Just after the briefest moment, uh, many other of these large, rubbery-skinned creatures are going to uh, come into the tent. And so as you are starting to sort of stealth toward it, they all barge in. Okay. Well, I got a nine. So. 
cool. Yeah. So you like nobody saw you trying to sneak, okay. which is probably going to work out in your favor. They all come in and uh, also take these uh, metal and wood staffs and uh, are, are pointing them sort of wildly around the, the room uh, because they aren't sure what's going on. Um, and Alistair says, The, uh, the, the quadrupedal creature and the, uh, the tentacle creature that says... I don't even really hear uh, that. I am at a state of such overwhelm and overstimulation and fear from all the things going on. And as I'm experiencing those emotions, I kind of have this sense of them, some of them drifting up out of my body, and I've never felt anything like that before. And I, I feel... A sort of change in the way that this tentacled creature is clinging to my head. I feel it stops and seems to focus its movement. It was delightfully wiggly a moment ago, and now it's kind of holding still, and all of its tentacles seem to be pointing straight out and assessing, following, and tracking the things around the tent. Alistair turns and starts trying to snatch the Arcanophages and put them back in the lead container. You notice that um, they are all starting to sort of glow and they very quickly are put into the lead container and uh, it's closed again and they put it back on the uh, mm. on the table. They say, mm, I shan't be working with your associate anymore and I would appreciate it if you would deliver that message unto your employer. We will escort you out of our camp. I believe that we were owed something as a part of this trade. No. We've supplied half of our bargain. It's only fair you should supply half of our payment. Excellent. DeJounte, roll persuasion. And Pia, uh, helped so you can do that with advantage. I'll Don't just need it. That nat 20. Don't need it. Nat <laughs> <laughs> 26. Nat 20. Nice. Yes. Interesting. <laughs> What you gonna give us, God? <laughs> I don't know why a Nancy loves me so much. Loves me, cherishes me. They look upon me with great joy. Oh yeah, Anansi the Oh yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> you are hashtag blessed. DeJounte. Spider blessed. <laughs> um Alistair looks at you and their eyes are are burning with anger. You can see on their face that they have some like code of honor that is making them feel like they have to meet at least part of the bargain. And so they take their staff that is uh, wood and metal um, and they throw it at you. Um, DeJounte, make me a quick sleight of hand check. It's going to be an eight for me. Ooh. Anansi giveth and Anansi taketh away. (laughs) (laughs) So trickster-like. It comes at your face and you reach up to grab it, um, but you instead just sort of like swat it down. And immediately upon hitting the ground, um, it makes a, a, a thundering sound. And there's uh, what sounds like 
uh, an explosion and a, a hole appears in the side of the tent. Uh, and Alistair says, this is all you are going to get from the likes of us. Uh, take it and be gone with you. Uh, and uh, if this experience is any judge, I expect you to uh, use it to injure yourself very soon. And I would like you to do that not in our camp. I said good day. While they were saying that, I was casting Mage Hand and <laughs> trying to take the uh, the Arcana Fage box off the table. My goal is to pick this box up in the in all the hubbub and uh, shove it under the tent edge so it'll be outside and we can grab it on the way out. I see. Okay. There are like six of these creatures mm-hmm. in the tent with you. Mm-hmm. But there is a lot going on. I want to say advantage and disadvantage would cancel out because I would want to give them both. So let's do one straight sleight of hand check. Okay. It's a 15. Come on, come on. It is invisible. Yeah. So I think here's what's happened. It, It does get hit. It does roll off the table. Let's do just a straight d20 to see if luck is on your side to let it roll where you want it or not. 11. All right. Here's what we'll do. We'll say it succeeds at a cost. What's the cost? Hmm. I was trying to pick it up and place it under the tent, but you said I hit it and and it rolled. Yeah. Okay. It opens. That's the only cost I can imagine that would associate with this scenario. Does anyone have other ideas? I guess someone might notice. Like, too late. Mm-hmm. I like that. It does roll out of the tent, but at least one of the creatures sees it. Mm-hmm. And so if you're going to try to get it, you know that the, the race is on and what it do they could do turn really ugly. It? Yeah. Um... So I think they see it. We're going to see if they make eye contact with you and know that it's you or not. Have them do a quick perception roll. So they look up to see if anybody's looking in that direction, but they don't see anyone. Um, But they are not going to um, kneel down and crawl under the edge of the tent. So they say, the the container, Um, we have to, we have to fetch it. And that uh, creature runs out of the tent and starts circling around. What do you do? Mm. Yikes. And I was at the far end of the tent. There's only one door, I assume. That is correct. Okay, they would have been closer to the door than me. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, did this container roll out closer to my side of the tent or there? You couldn't tell. It just rolled under. But, like, which point? Like, midpoint? About halfway. I would like to squeeze under the edge of the tent, grab it, and run into the forest. (laughs) But Maybe we can, like... (laughs) Well, I don't want to table talk. Never mind. <laughs> I know. I would love to, like, make a plan also. <laughs> but stealth is my friend right now. So we have very many things happening right now. We 
almost should uh roll initiative and like just do this in turns and it even though it's not a fight but instead what i'm going to do is i'm going to freeze you in time for a second i'm going to uh throw the ball to uh anybody else who wants to be in the middle of something to see how it how it goes um what folks what are we doing (laughs) i think my next play I pick up the staff and start to investigate it. I swing it around a little more wildly than you should swing a boomstick around. <laughs> yeah, of course, as soon as you start swinging it around, um, all of the creatures in there are like, Take it easy. Put an eye out. And... <laughs> Can it, can it do that thing more than once? It can do it more than once? <laughs> <laughs> cool. And we'll uh, pause that for a second. Uh, Pia or Horse, what are y'all doing? I think I am standing still in amazement and overwhelm as whatever this little newborn creature on my head starts to unwrap its tentacles from my body and just start to float upward and toward Alistair in the middle of the tent. How is it doing it? They might not know, but you probably do. Um, I can almost feel it vicariously, the joy of... They're, they're using their tentacles to kind of... For some propulsion, but mostly for steering, and there are spiracles on the side of the shell, little holes through which air can enter and exit, that are expanding and contracting and pushing air... Kind of like in the movies when you see um, an astronaut like shooting little jets of air to control where they're going. That's kind of the vibe coming out of this shell. <laughs> so DeJounte is uh, pointing around this uh, staff and freaking everybody out. There is a uh, shelled creature with tentacles uh, fly swimming towards someone's head. Um Desta is diving to go under the uh, edge of the tent to try to retrieve the Arcanophages. And uh, Pia, what you doing? There's a lot going on. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I think Pia's trying to look towards making an escape plan. Um, Hopefully for everybody, but maybe at least for themselves. Um, so you said we kind of like blew a hole in the side of the tent too. Uh, yeah, it is not particularly large. Okay. Just like a little like cannonball kind of situation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I think they're just going to be like, all right, I'm out. And just like walk right through all of the chaos. <laughs> <laughs> so at the same time that, uh, that other person was leaving. It could be, it could be that I run into them. Alistair is going to try to restore order uh, and is going to shout, Gif on me to run them out. They are not welcome in this camp anymore. And uh, they all start uh, moving toward all of you to just sort of like usher you in one direction out of their camp. Um, Desta, we're going to do contested sleight of hands to see if you get your hand on the container before the other creature does. This die is being real mean to me today. I mean, it's a 16. Okay. Ooh, 
They rolled a five. Hell yeah. <laughs> so you are able to grab that container and sort of tuck it under your arm. Um, and among the chaos, I think you're able to just sort of like jump in. As they are trying to herd you in a direction, how are you all taking this? Are you being herded because it looks like you're going to get to leave? Are you trying to accomplish anything else? Um, I think you're just about to be uh, ejected, but it looks like not murdered. (laughs) So what uh, what do y'all want to do? So Eric and Kokra have this thing that's like the equivalent of flipping somebody off, but with their wings. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to do that on the way out. Just like, see ya. <laughs> All y'all. Beautiful. I'm going to say, wait, will someone tell me, uh, is there a magic word? Is there a magic word to make the boomstick boom? Or is there an instruction manual of some sort? Actually, no time for that. Just just tell me how to make it boom. Um, you are just... They are not engaging in conversation with you. They are very clearly just talking to each other to get all of you out of the camp. So you're saying all of those things, but uh, they are not engaging. I'm just feeling such a wave of relief at the idea of leaving this tent and an urgent desire to do so. And the instant that I experienced that, I noticed the floating creature doing this kind of graceful arc in the air and returning to me um, and just following me as we are shuffled out. Uh, In that case, I believe you all are going to be safely outside the camp uh, in the same direction that you were uh, escorted in. Um, You are going to see very many of these creatures, about 10 of them, all at the perimeter of their camp, looking at you, uh, pointing these staffs in your direction and, and waiting for you to leave and get out of sight. It's been fun. Thank you for letting us visit. Much appreciated. <laughs> well, you all are out of the camp. I assume you're, we're going to walk until we're out of like eye shot. Um, and then you, you still have the map that would uh, give you a path back to Cloudhaven. But yeah, y'all, uh, y'all have the, the reins now. What are we so doing? So they've turned around. We're on our own, right? Correct. Uh, guys, we need to get out of here really fast. Uh, Desta, yes, please. Why? Why is that? Let's we've go. got the boomstick. They Let's gave us the boomstick. Yeah, we've got the Arcana Vages too. <laughs> Let's go. They're gonna come back. What? What? What's going on? What do you mean? Uh, okay. Wait. So now, so we had a destination in mind before that was not that camp, or was it that camp? Did it seem like? Um, no. We we were kind of following the map, and it seemed like the camp was where the spot on the map was marked. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so back, back to Cloudhaven. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Let's go. Is is there anything else marked on the map, like landmarks and things like that, to make sure you know you're on track, and some sort of scales and stuff, just to to help make sure you can get from point A to point B. But there's nothing that looks uh, like it's another stop on the map or something else to visit or see. Okay. And. Dusta, to be perfectly clear, there was a lot of commotion back there. Did you possibly leave with any 
party favors? I'm running, just to be clear. So if you're asking me this, you're, you know, probably fast walking. Are we all yeah, trotting as we say <laughs> things, I assume? Yeah, I think, I think we're just like, yeah, gradually speeding up on the way. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel like that was the, a trade we were supposed to make. I don't think um, that was any of our business. I don't know who the people involved are, and um, in light of all those facts, yes, I may have reappropriated those arcana phages after they gave you the boomstick. And then I show them. Oh. I, I pull them out of my pocket and give you guys a peek and then put them back. Well, to be fair, that they didn't fulfill their part of the bargain, so we were under no obligation to fulfill our part of the bargain. I mean, we didn't make that bargain, apparently. I didn't. Also, also that. I didn't. I, maybe it was those snake snake folk that we killed. Maybe it was the people who attacked us. Maybe it was someone else, but... I want to let you all do all of this because this is fantastic, but I do want to just, like, poke horse in the ear and uh, remind yeah. them uh, that they, they got a page... I wrote it down. Um, was it Shira was the name that I heard? Silsha. S-I-L-S-H-A. Oh, Silsha. Um, I say out loud, well, it was probably Silsha. <laughs> what? Uh, who? Uh, who? <laughs> um, I, the, you know, the one that um, was checking, you know, that was checking on the, on the bargain that time. Uh, which time? What time? Um... Okay, so, okay, so you guys remember earlier Silsha said, like, how's the bargain going? They said something that hurt my feelings. They were looking for Silsha. Oh, that's, well, yeah. Well, I get easily confused. <laughs> <laughs> um, somebody was asking me about Silsha, and I was wondering if, like, Silsha was the one that was, like, trying to get the that box and the map and the, you guys know oh. what I'm talking about. Who was asking? The one, the one in my ears. I okay. I um. Okay. That thing on oh, I something was okay. Let me look. Let me look. Once hold. Let me look in my little thingies. And I remember, you know, something had wiggled a little bit, and I carefully pull out the stone that we had acquired earlier. You know, the Silsha stone. <laughs> oh. We're, we're going to have to explain theory of mind to horse at some point. <laughs> <laughs> the sending stone? Uh, yeah. I think it was talking to me. Um, someone was checking on us. Um, probably one of those folks that was trying to, to get it from us earlier. Um... Do does Pia know through any of their magical knowledge if someone can track a sending stone if they have the other one? Hmm. Also, is that a thing? It's a good question. <laughs> I, you don't need to answer. Um, definitely a spell like locate object could do it. Hmm. So I'm wondering if uh, Pia says, "Do we think it's safe to keep that stone if they if they can talk?" to us through it? Do we want to talk to them? I don't know, but I don't really want to hold it anymore. And I hand it over to Pia. Um, I would like to cast a snare behind us. Okay. Um, will you tell us a little bit about what that looks like? Yeah, so I use a rope that I have to create a circle on the ground. 
and it becomes a magic trap. And it's nearly invisible. It's triggered when a creature moves onto the ground or the floor in the spell's radius, and the creature must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or be magically hoisted into the air, leaving it hanging upside down three feet above the ground or floor. You do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's behind us, and we're still moving. So yeah, um, I think... Pia is going to, They when we're walking, they're generally kind of flying overhead whenever that's possible. Um, and assuming they're doing so, they're just going to kind of veer over the side of the, the walkway or the bridge that we're currently on and just kind of drop the sending stone off into the jungle. Damn. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. Did we all see that happen? You think? Um, I, I don't think I don't think they were trying to hide it. I think they're just kind of like, yeah, this probably is bad. Okay. Bye, person that was talking to me. If you want to try to stop them, that's totally fine. Nah, I'm preoccupied. I'm just trying to get out of here. Cool. Who's uh, who's leading the way? I feel like I'm the most urgent, but I'm also probably the slowest. Who has the map? I think Horse? that's still in yeah, horses. I think that's in my saddlebag. Saddle but I'm just running. Like, I'm just doing my little trot. Someone's going to have to slow me down if they want. Make me a survival roll. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Everybody? Uh, just horse right now. Oh, no. Right now? Got a plus three, so we're at our nice ripe seven. <laughs> you don't survive, and we all die. <laughs> um... I think you do all look up and realize that you're a little lost in the jungle. You were supposed to be following the path. You've run for a few minutes, and then you've realized that no one was steering. No, nobody had any direction. So, what are uh, what are y'all gonna do? Can we get like a, a look at the sun from where we are? We is it like now dark enough? I think it's early evening. So yeah, okay. um, the sun is definitely visible, especially to you. Who can, okay. who can fly around to figure out where it is. Did we pass okay. the engine of our ship already? No. Okay. Are so we, we going along the it. same path, or do we turn? Make me a survival check. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, I would like to help or do it. I have plus four. Yeah, if you all want to uh, help each other now, you can... Okay, I got uh, 13. You. Roll again, I'm helping. Okay. Nope, sorry. <laughs> That's a seven. P is trying to, like, give approximations of the direction, like, the sun is in or the way they're going, but they're probably not doing a great job of, like, specifically actually giving re- the right directions. Yeah, you can you can tell what direction things are in, but you can't tell where, like, the optimum path is, and you can't quite tell where the path is that you just left. Um, Brian, uh-huh. I know that I have some kind of specific skill about navigating and, like, as a rogue navigating in the wilderness. I guess I just would like to perceive where we're at and see if I can gain any knowledge on how to survive or get from get out of this situation. Sounds good. Yeah, let's roll perception and see what sort of things we can tell. Okay, we're at 17. Nice. A couple of things that you notice. Uh, one, uh, it's not raining anymore. It's uh, it's drying up. The sun has come out. It looks like you probably can 
follow your own path that you made going down this way mm. to uh, sort of circle back mm-hmm. and find your previous tracks if you wanted to get back on, on the map trail. You also um, see some evidence of some uh, monsters-type creatures below mm. somewhere um, that you're like you're in the territory of something dangerous. Mm. Um, it usually stays a little lower than you do, but um, you know you sort of like should walk on your tippy toes a little. You see, well, um, right now my horse senses are just requesting that I get back to water and reorient myself. So I'm going to say. My horse senses are requesting that we get back to water and reorient ourselves. (laughs) Would you all be willing to accommodate that now with me? And to be clear, you do not have to go all the way to the camp. Mm -hmm. You just have to get close enough. But yeah. Back to the river. All right. Well, let's be careful of that trap I set. (laughs) (laughs) I have absolutely not one single iota of a plan. (laughs) <laughs> my inclination is to just go up but I understand that some of us are horses and that's maybe not like straight straight up it's probably not a thing you're capable of it's not uh well yeah let's go back to the water I'm gonna be hyper aware of anything moving around us though because I really think those those folks are gonna come after us since you're following a previous path, since you know where you're going, since you're being hyper-aware, I think you can get back without any problem onto your path. Once you're on your path, what are we doing? Are we just going to continue to follow it toward Cloudhaven? Does the river go toward Cloudhaven? Let us consult our map. So that river um, wasn't quite a full-on river. It was I like a, a, a nice, broad stream. Mm. So it wouldn't... Um, It's not part of, like, the main channel, Mm -hmm. but it's probably a tributary that probably connects after the city, just based on sort of the lay of the land. I see. Back to Cloudhaven. That's all. Yep. I'm trying to go home and go to sleep. It's getting dark. Cool. Onward. Um, I will uh, just let you all know you did uh, far better than I thought you would. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Good for us. Clapping my hooves. Yeah, we, we, like got away with all, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. you did. <laughs> are we an incredible team? Yes. I think so. Wait, are we a team? I think we're officially a team. I think we, we conned those whoever they were out of some magic slugs and a, a, a thunder stick. So are you guys like adventurers? Aren't we all adventurers in some way? Aren't we all riding the highs, the lows, the peaks, the valleys of life? But in other terms, yes, I am an adventurer. (laughs) 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 Yeah, what what they said. I, yep. Oh, I'm a mechanic. (laughs) I mean, I'm an adventurer, too. You are very adventuresome today. Desta, you you are the one who rescued the slugs. Like that was amazing. <laughs> the slugs, <laughs> the sky slugs, the fancy fancy slugs, the skies, the fancy pants sky slugs. 
I don't think they have pants on, but they're still fancy. Great. So what were you what were you two doing on that airship this morning? <laughs> um, I was sent to investigate the site of some sort of calamity. I don't have a lot of details. And DeJounte was here too. <laughs> I was hired to keep the airship safe and make sure that no one was able to deter us from our mission. Wow. So you're not Never mind. <laughs> cool. No, no, no. Go ahead. You can say it. So you're like not a very good adventurer? I don't yeah. know. It just I evaluate my adventures at the end, not in the middle. And we're clearly not at the end. So, there's lots of time for things to turn around. I'm going to add another uh, point of inspiration to the pool for that good answer. Heck yeah. (laughs) Well, it's hard to argue with that enthusiasm. That's true. Very inspiring. I don't remember what it's like to be that enthusiastic about anything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think my chest puffs up in my... uh... My main waves in the breeze a little bit more heroically after hearing that from Dejante. <laughs> you look up and the small tentacled creature with its shell is trying to catch a toucan. <laughs> <laughs> it's much slower. It's going, but it's just sort of very slowly and sinuously moving up the branches toward a toucan. And then when it gets within a few feet, the toucan like squawks and flies away. And then it continues flying toward the toucan. And I become fully absorbed in watching that drama unfold. And I'm not going to be of much use for the rest of this conversation. So, horse. Are we going to talk about this? Let's talk about that. What is, what is that? I'm sorry, what? uh, Oh, it, it didn't catch. Okay, it didn't catch. What did you ask me? Oh, um, I don't know. I can tell you this. Several months ago, I became friends with a f- colony of gophers, and then some eagles attacked the gophers. And I helped the gophers, and in return, they gave me this, and I pull out from on one of the many strings attached to my body this little um, ocarina-looking object that is made of clearly made of plant matter. They called it a gall. They said that many creatures start their lives inside of a gall in a plant. This one has holes in it, and I gently lift it to my lips and blow a little tune. Um, <laughs> this is a special one because it doubles as an instrument. I pulled off that um, big wooden... Um, amulet I was wearing. I just pulled it off of a tree because it looked like it was about to fall and I didn't want it to get hurt. Um, Apparently it is a gall of some kind itself and this little um, creature has um, hatched from it and that you know as much as I do now about it. What is that creature? Uh, If somebody wants to make a nature check to see if they can figure that out. Somebody like horse? Uh, I can yeah. help. I'd also yeah. I'd also be okay with a, a history check. Oh, let me do a history check. I'm going to do a history check. Any, anyone help on history? Oh, yeah, no. I can help. Uh, yeah, I can help you on history. Theodore knows all kind of shit. Well, with your help, I rolled a 20. Naturally. Nice. nice. Ooh. Well done. 
So the Pokedex comes out and it describes this creature to you? Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> and it says this is a Cachlian, K-A-C-H-L-I-A-N. Um, and it is uh, an aberration. This is also uh, a juvenile. And you know that uh, Cachlians usually eat like sentient creatures and they go for sentient creatures to devour the, the sort of like smarter and more sentient and wiser, the better. Um, this one, uh, is still very tiny. I'll tell you one other thing that, you know, adult Cachlians very often have inside their shell an extra dimensional space. <laughs> the end. No okay. So that thing's going to eat us as it grows, is what I'm hearing? Well, um, maybe with the right kind of um, um, mentorship and influence, we might be able to develop more of a symbiotic relationship with this Catchlian child. <laughs> I, mm. I can't see Des's face right now, but... Describe uh, it for us. Um, um, uh, Fear, disbelief, and um, that's all. It was a real okay <laughs> face. <laughs> yeah, it was. It does. If it's any comfort, it doesn't seem to be very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> Do we ever figure out what horse was doing before they just showed up and offered us honey? No, we don't. So, what's your deal? <laughs> well, a um, little bit difficult to explain, and sometimes people don't believe me, but I don't know what my deal is. Um, I just know that I peacefully awoke in a grassy plain at sunset one approximately one year ago, and um, since then I have been a learning, wandering horse. And I've met some noble creatures and made some tiny friends and traveled through many different biomes and learned a little bit about self-reliance and um, self-advocacy from some um, choice mentors. And this has just been the latest of my locations to which I have adventured as me, horse. <laughs> so I think that answers the question of whether or not we're adventurers, right? Um, no one's ever called me an adventurer before, but I really like it. I think it suits you. Thank you. I think you have some sort of creature living on you that may try to eat you. Your very existence in this moment is an adventure. Mm -hmm. I'm very mm -hmm. interested to see where this goes. <laughs> you flatter me. <laughs> We're not going to get to the city today, but you all might have a little bit of discussion you need to do to figure out what's going to happen then. So normally after work, I, uh, I go home and I eat some food that my parent made and then I go to sleep. But, um... I don't know what do you, what do you all want to do. So I need to 
talk to my contact uh, who hired me for this job. I, I think they should know what's been happening, and maybe they'll be able to shed some insight into who attacked us and who those people were and any number of other questions we could ask. So maybe we can find places to sleep for the night if we can get it before nightfall, and then in the morning we can set up a meeting with them. That sounds great. I'm not a big planner. Whatever you guys decide is probably going to end up being fine with me. Um, um, DeJounte, um, can I, um, tag along with you? In the city? I, yeah, of course. I don't exactly know what we're going to do, but I'm sure it'll be fun. Ooh, have you ever gotten a lizard tail? Gotten a lizard tail? No, not not yet. Lizard tail. (laughs) Oh, oh, we are in for much, much fun. Then come, come. I'm sorry. What is this a food thing? (laughs) Yeah, no lizards were harmed in the acquisition of it. (laughs) Weren't they? I did not separate the lizard from its tail. It separated its tail from itself, and I don't like littering. Cool, so you think lizard body parts are trash? Cool, cool. Well, have you ever stepped on one? They are quite slippery. It's like a banana peel. No. <laughs> I can't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Really is for public safety. <laughs> Lizards, the bananas of the reptile family. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I can tell I'm going to learn so much from tagging along with you, Dante. <laughs> Poor horse, they're they're like kingdom phylum genus order is just going to be all kinds of. F- <laughs> I would like you telekinetically shove DeJounte. <laughs> I received the shove. I'm initially confused and realize I had that coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just furiously taking notes on social interactions and taxonomy. <laughs> <laughs> So what time do we think we'll get into Cloudhaven at this point? Yeah, I, I think you all are probably going to be arriving late in the day. Um, like you're going to want to hustle to get there sort of before sunset because at dark, the the jungle gets much more dangerous and Cloudhaven kind of shuts up a lot more. Like, But I think you all will be getting there a little while before that. You'll have time to like get in, get settled, and then it'll be sort of nighttime. Cool. I guess I will have to go report back to the spire and be like, hey, by the way, that ship (laughs) fell and everyone died. But anyway, I'm going to bed. (laughs) Hey, not everyone. We had, what, four out of six survival rate? Mm -hmm. Four? Three. Horse wasn't on it. Oh, true. The three of us and then the two pilots died, right? That's, that's, um, uh... A D. <laughs> <laughs> For Desta. That's still passing. A low D. 
D for test. <laughs> <laughs> Cloudhaven is an actual play podcast based on Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition. We'd like to thank Wizards of the Coast and Cobalt Press for making our game possible. Thanks to Kevin Klein, Dee, Lissa Reed, and Dathan Brown for playing. I'd also like to extend a warm thank you to Ollie Wilder, Alex Lore, and Atticus Ryan Garten, who provided consultation and suggestions to make the show better. Thanks to Kevin McLeod at Incompetech, Tabletop Audio, Looperman.com, and Freesound.org for providing music and foley. Theme song is Go For The Jungular by Lissa Reed. If you like what you hear and you want to support us, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash cloudhavenpod. You can also help us out by giving us a five-star rating on your podcatcher of choice, or just by sharing our show with your nerdiest friends. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can contact us at cloudhavenpodcast at gmail.com or reach out on Twitter to at cloudhavenpod. This is your host and DM, Brian Osaurus, saying, take a point of inspiration. You deserve it.